Hello, San Pedro Podcast, episode 64. You are listening to the Hello, San Pedro Podcast. I'm Amanda, your host. Join me as I talk to amazing people within our community, business owners, community activists, local leaders, and people like you and me who love San Pedro. This is a place where we'll share big ideas, discuss hot topics, and spread good vibes. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Hello San Pedro podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Silva. Did anyone notice that we basically skipped Pride this year? <laughs> I mean, we're already halfway through July and we haven't had a Pride event. Um, and, you know, I noticed because I was definitely looking forward to Pride on the Port this year. I mean, me and my friends talked about it so much since the last one. Um, one, because it's, it was incredibly fun and it was such a big deal locally um, to have a local Pride event for people who identify as LGBTQ in our community to, to have a place to say, yes, I belong and I'm proud. Um, but also because, you know, that was, I, I went with my best friends and um, as many of you know, my best friend died shortly after that. And that was the last time that I saw him. Um, so I was really looking forward to that event so we can live in that moment. We can remember the good times and we can kind of pay our respects to him. Of course, due to the pandemic and um, civil unrest, uh, across the nation. Um, Pride has really taken a back seat um, pretty much everywhere. And I've, I've also noticed that Pride has uh, many Pride events across the country have actually um, joined in the Black Lives Matter movement. And instead of, you know, having a Pride parade, they're doing marches for uh, Black Lives Matter instead, like in in partnership with them in support of Black Lives Matter. Um, and I kind of just wanted to speak to that a little bit because um, I think that one of the reasons it's happening is that people in the LGBTQ community recognize that Pride wouldn't exist without... Um, without black trans women um there they were the kind of the major catapult behind pride and what really got pride started in the first place um and while i'm on the subject of black trans women you know um I think that their reality right now, not only in this country, but across the world, really speaks to why pride is still necessary and needed. Um, black trans women get murdered at alarming rates and um, they aren't their life expectancy is under 40 years old, um, typically between 35 and 37 years old. And that's incredibly sad. And I think we all need to understand that the reason pride exists is, is because people who want to express themselves differently or portray themselves differently to the world, um, still have to fight for that right to do so without being persecuted or murdered. <laughs> and, um, and, that's why that's why pride exists. Um, there was actually a recent historic ruling in the Supreme Court um, regarding, uh, let's see, LGBTQ rights. And basically, it was recently ruled that uh, federal law does protect LGBTQ workers from discrimination. And um, that was a ruling, I think, brought to the Supreme Court. Well, that those that ruling was came out of two cases that were brought to the Supreme Court, um, <clears throat> one of them by a, tra a transgender woman who was 
fired for um, basically coming out to her employer and to her co-workers that she is ready to live her life um, the way that she felt um, is her true self. And, um, and she was almost immediately fired and that was back in 2013 and unfortunately she died in May so she wasn't even able to um, see the amazing victory that she you know of the of the battle that she started Um, and yeah (laughs) I could go on but but basically, I just want to say that while, yes, we love pride for its rainbow flags and, you know, we, we see the parade and it's so much fun and, um, you know, we get down to like Beyonce and Lady Gaga and Queen, but like it doesn't just end there. Pride isn't about party. It's about um, all of the people who have fought and died for rights to love who they want to love, to express themselves how they want to express themselves um, and to be anywhere in the middle um so yeah that's why pride exists i hope that you guys keep that in mind um as we celebrate this uh, pride um even though it were in july <laughs> um my guest that's coming on today is announcing a virtual pride event coming up soon on july 25th so i really hope that you guys join it um links in the show notes um if you guys need it and One more thing before I get right into the episode. Um, Next week, I'm going to be out of town. So I have asked two repeat guests uh, to basically co-host the show in my absence. And I know you guys are going to love it. It's about a very important topic, very relevant. Something recently happened within our community that I think we all want a little bit more information about. Um, So they are there to pretty much address some of the questions, concerns, and also... um, Uh, just inform you about what's going on in our community on this topic. I am going to leave that a mystery for you guys and leave you hanging so that you can check back next week to see what that's all about. But um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and get right into the episode after this ad. This episode was brought to you by San Pedro Today, your local community magazine, bringing you stories from San Pedro. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Hello San Pedro. Today, I have a very special guest. Um, a two, this is the second time on the podcast, Ryan Blaney, Secretary of the Board of Directors for Bridge City Alliance. Ryan, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I was so happy to do it. What was that, a year ago? I think it has to have been like a year ago, yeah. Um, so glad I'll- to be back. I'll try and link up your um, older episode in the show notes just so people can refer back to it. But that was that episode was all about technology and San Pedro, right? Um, yeah. And I wanna, how, I, how's that going? I, I, it's going great. Thank you so much. Um, even during a pandemic, um, business has been good. So I feel very blessed for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to do a shout out to what you're doing because somebody reached out to me on Instagram uh-huh. Um, who I don't know, and told me um, it's a young couple, and they just purchased a home in San Pedro and are moving in next month from Redondo Beach. Mm-hmm. And he's been listening to your podcast and wow. listening to my my specifically my podcast, and said, "Seems like we're in the same industry. Let's connect when I move there." 
So thank you. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. That's really cool. I'm glad that there's some connections going on, you know, because of the podcast. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I, I'm really glad that um, I'm having you on for this episode because it feels like June went by in a flash and we haven't, I mean, speaking for myself on the podcast, I haven't put any attention into pride, you know, and there hasn't seemed to have been any um, events planned for pride, which is why I'm glad to have you on. So we can talk about um, pride in San Pedro, you know, last year, the event was awesome. You know, it was, it was so huge. And um, I was really looking forward to it this year. But of course, due to the pandemic, pandemic, we can't have it. Right. Um, so how did the how did this come about for you guys, for Bridge to the Alliance? I mean, I have to um, agree with you. I, you know, we are busy. Um, I know there was the decision made before, just as like the stay-at-home orders were, were called that, you know what, we're going to have to cancel Pride. And then, and then I stopped thinking about it. You know, that was March. I can't even believe that was only a few months ago. It seems like years ago. Um, mm -hmm. And then I, I kind of rushed in my world. And then I was talking to a friend of mine in Long Beach, and he said, what's going on with Pride? And I said, nothing. And he said, why? Just because we can't be physically together doesn't mean we can't be proud of who we are. And I was like, you know what? You're right. So he kind of lit the flame under my butt, and um, we started talking about what a virtual event would look like. Um, and then I talked to the board about it, and they were very excited about that. So that's how it came about. It's going to happen not in June. It's going to mm -hmm. happen on July 25th, which is the last Saturday in July. Mm -hmm. um, but that's okay. It doesn't have to be in June to be, to be yeah. a Pride event. Totally. Uh, and uh, yeah, it will, it will most likely be on YouTube, um, but there, we're still in the planning phase. Okay, very cool. I'm excited about this virtual event because the way you had described it to me when we first talked, I mean, it sounded like it was going to be popping. Okay. And I haven't <laughs> been, I haven't been invited to anything like, a, like any cool virtual parties. Okay. But I'm seeing like videos on Facebook and like, um, even like YouTube and Instagram, people are having like full on zoom clubs. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like DJs, you got people in their houses twerking while they're cooking eggs, you know? And I was like, man, how did I get invited to one of these? <laughs> so I, I agree. This, is, this event is going to be one of those parties, but I am so ready. I'm very excited. Um, Thank you. Yeah, we, I don't know if you happened upon, iHeartRadio did a Pride virtual thing a couple of weeks ago with like, you know, like big names, Sia and Katy Perry and all that. Mm -hmm. And then LA Pride did a virtual event that I watched with my husband last week, and it was okay. It was just, I thought it was kind of boring. Um, there was no music involved. There was lots of talking, and, and that's okay. But ours is going to be a little bit different and um, very community-oriented. You're right. Last year was amazing. I mean, I did not expect to get 5,000 people, um, and um, I didn't expect for that support to to go over until this year. As soon as I mentioned doing a virtual event, I've already been inundated with requests to sponsor and give us money. So wow. awesome. that just fills my heart with how much this community is craving that again. And we can pay for the event and then and then some to prepare for, for next year. 
So, um, Miss Jules in Long Beach, who emceed last year, has yes. basically ag agreed to do it this year. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So she will be hosting um, and she will be doing introduction to the different videos. Um, we have a, a, a video from the mayor of Los Angeles, um, Mayor Garcia of Long Beach, um, and several other local politicians. Um, we'll do some community shout outs and then the board members will, will be saying a few words. Um, and then it just becomes a party. Then we have DJ um, Big Dane, who performed last year at Pride on the VIP stage. Okay. And then DJ Runaway, who was actually the DJ at my wedding. Oh, very um, cool. And they will both do two hour-long sets. And rather than record them while they're spinning, we're going to just record, we're going to show videos of last year or, or videos of people um, dancing around and different sponsor logos and I don't know it's something so I think it'll be fun yeah that'll I think it'll be really fun um it's crazy how this pandemic has totally turned everything upside down and really I mean it really shook everyone up and it, it may it's making everyone think outside the box for for types of you know social gatherings if you will um, you know, my, my friend, you know, we loved pride. My best friend had passed right after pride last year. And I just felt like pride for us was such a significant moment. It was one of the last times we were able to spend with him. And, um, it, it was really awesome to, to be able to celebrate pride in, you know, in his hometown, you know, mm -hmm. um, instead of having to go to West Hollywood or, you know, go to Long Beach or go elsewhere. It's like pride in your hometown is something super significant and, and different um, and I was like man how are we going to commemorate you know how are we going to celebrate his birthday this year and I was like am I literally going to go on Facebook and be like hey are there any Zoom DJs out there <laughs> because that's like where we're at right now um, yeah this event sounds like it's going to be really cool um, and it's convenient people can join from the comfort of their own homes you're absolutely right. This has definitely shifted the way we interact. And to be quite honest, I, I don't like the fact that people are suffering economically. Um, our, mm -hmm. our small businesses in town are really trying to hang on. Mm -hmm. But once we do come out of this, because we will at some point, you know, I hope some remnants of this new way of life stays. You know, more working from home, less time away from your children, less time on the freeways. So those positive things, I think, will hopefully will stick around. And um, yeah, and you're you're right. Last year, for this town, was really a pivotal moment um, because there was a shift where um, we did we did feel accepted. Um, and I heard stories from several um, parents in town whose children are lesbian or gay. And they left San Pedro because they didn't want to be in this town. And ever since Pride, several of those kids have come back with their spouses and have mm -hmm. bought homes in San Pedro. And that wow. really makes me so happy that they come back to the town that they love. Yeah. Yeah, last year, last year, you know, I had um, Chris Tucker on, on the podcast to kind of talk about some of the homophobia that existed within San Pedro, you know? and. Yeah. While I love to talk about all things positive here on this podcast, like, I'm sorry, we got to address some of the hard hitting issues like homophobia, you know, mm -hmm. and um, I think that it makes pride 
all the more relevant and necessary so that we continue to send the message to people who may have homophobic tendencies like hey this isn't going anywhere you know we need to be we need to love and accept everyone and yeah. um you know and at the very least mind your own business <laughs> <laughs> am i, I like right it. or am i right <laughs> <laughs> you are right uh you are totally right and you know it's uh, i didn't grow up in san pedro um i've been a part of this community since 1999 um and my parents moved here then um you know, what I've gotten a sense of this town is we're so close to Long Beach. Um, we're so close to, uh, you know, Torrance, but a lot of people don't leave San Pedro. You know, their lives are here and they've never been exposed to somebody who's quote unquote different. Um, and I think last year um, we did receive some negative feedback online about this will never be successful. This is so dumb. The Long Beach is across the bridge, go there. And I was disheartened by that, but then I realized that such a low percentage of this community. Um, and after the event, the support was even more because I think people realize, you know, not every LGBTQ member is, you know, wearing a pink boa and heels down the street, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a lot of us are just professionals. You know, I'm a lawyer. My husband's a principal in town, um, mm -hmm. engineers uh dancers it's just like the straight population is a very diverse you know group of people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely um <clears throat> that reminds me of uh queer eye are you watching queer eye by any chance yes isn't it did you see the new season of queer eye like in philadelphia yes it's so 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 good i absolutely love it i highly recommend everybody to watch it because it's not it's not about like gay culture i think that's what people think it is it's like all like gay culture no, no no no. this is literally five guys who have specialties in different areas you know like um like grooming and home and design mm -hmm. and food and wine and fashion and also like um what do you call it uh culture like karamo he's a yeah like manners and, and well, he's, professionalism he's, he's a licensed um social social worker so oh yeah so i mean that's why everybody he talks to like almost immediately gets brought to tears because he's able to like address some of those issues you know he's kind of right. like the the therapist on board you know if you will mm -hmm. um anyway i know I, I get i get a little bit emotional every time i watch that show I cry literally in every episode. I mean, I don't know how it does it, but I mean, it, it really gets you, you know, like there's always a moment where Karamo's digging in a little bit and he's like, why do you think you've been feeling depressed or, or no, why do you think you're not able to get up in the morning? What, you know, he's like, do you think you've been struggling with depression? You know, it's just like, they really get to like hard hitting issues. Um, yeah. I think that, um, you know, there was one episode, I think it was a couple seasons back where someone had a hard time coming out as gay, you know, and they basically said the same thing. You know, his fear was like, I feel like if I come out as gay, I have to dress a different way. I have to do this. I have to do that. Right. And it's like, no, you're gay, but that doesn't define you or who you are. You know, mm -hmm. not yeah. everybody's a Jonathan and Jonathan is the one who wears dresses and has long <laughs> hair and a full on beard, you know? Yeah. Um, like not everybody is a Jonathan and that's okay, but you can express yourself individually any way you'd like to, you know, um, yeah. I, I think that's 
fear around being different or being put in a category, you know, it just needs to kind of dispense a little bit. Um, no, that's a good point. And have you watched on Netflix the other show called We're Here or We've Arrived? No. Oh, Tell it's the more. same. It's the same type of thing, but it, it it's a group of guys that um, help somebody become a drag queen for a day, um, and they're usually straight males, and they're hysterical. They're very intelligent, and I get emotional too because mm-hmm. the men are transformed and become more accepting of, especially when their wives and their friends and family see them like this and they get such a wonderful reaction. So Mm -hmm. so try that on Netflix. It's one of my new favorites. Um, But you're right. I remember when I first came out, I was a late bloomer. I didn't come out until I was 30 because of fear. Um, And when I came out, I joined a gay swim team in Long Beach just to kind of test the waters, no pun intended, of uh, (laughs) being a part of a group like that. And within six months, it was Long Beach Pride. And every year they marched in the the Long Beach Pride parade um, in their Speedos. Um, So I was way out of my comfort zone. My first Pride march ever, not even just witnessing it, but also to be in it in a Speedo, I was terrified. And I didn't really enjoy it. And I came home and I told my mom, I don't, I don't really like that. And she, I, I, I'm kind of upset that I don't like that. And she said, Ryan, you're gay. Doesn't mean you have to show your chest all every single day. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like that. Doesn't mean, doesn't make you less gay. And I'm like, really? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. There's no one way to be gay. You know, everybody is absolutely individual. Um, you know, one of my best friends actually uh, came out as lesbian recently and um and that was difficult for her because uh she was married (laughs) she was married to a husband and had been married for a long time i love her husband they were both at my at my um very small intimate backyard wedding where, where i didn't have a lot of my friends she was there with her husband and she's been a lifelong friend and it's been so amazing to watch her her journey you know she didn't let me in um, we've always been very close, but she didn't let me in to see where, you know, her struggle along the way. She mm-hmm. kind of told me, um, when she was ready to come out, you know, and I, I thought like, how could I, how could I have never known? Like, you know, there's part of me that feels like, why didn't you ever tell me? But I realized this was her journey and to see her strength in coming out to her family, you know, who, who is, um, we were both raised in very Christian uh, environments, you know, it was a struggle for her to come out to her family, but um, I've just been completely supportive um, of her and, and this new chapter of her life, you know? And one of the things that I think shocked me about all of it is like, we've always grown up together. We've always like had crushes, if you will. I was always a little more like, Oh my God, he's so cute. Or, you know, into, I don't want to say boy crazy. I don't think I was ever really boy crazy, but I was very (laughs) opinionated about boys. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I never remember getting that, um, that same reaction from her talking about guys, you know? Right. But then she met somebody, a girl, um, and I have never seen her like geek out more over somebody. And I was like, oh, dang, you are gay. <laughs> and to see, yeah. to see that happiness that I hadn't really seen before, not that she was unhappy before, but 
there was like this, you know, almost like this junior high, like, it's like she's experiencing a part of that childhood where you kind of just fall head over heels with somebody. I'm, I'm seeing that happen for her now. And it's really, it's really awesome. And I'm, I, I'm nothing but happy for her. Um, I hope she doesn't that, mind me talking about her in the podcast. <laughs> the cat <laughs> is out of the bag. Fan, so she's a huge fan, so I don't think she'll mind. Um, I'll just say. Well, that's a, that's a wonderful story. And, and yeah, everybody has their own journey. Um, I, I've met gentlemen in their 70s that had just recently come out, you know. Um, oh and, you know, a lot of people I feel don't because of fear. So they live their whole lives in an untruth, and that, that makes me sad. I, I had regrets. Um, the first few years coming out, went 30 and, you know, I wasted my, I, but these were my thoughts. I wasted my twenties. I didn't, you know, have fun like everybody did. I, you know, didn't ex sexually experiment and, um, I, that made me sad, but you know what? Everyone has their own journey and what can you do about it? The past is the past. And now, um, what soon as I did though, my parents were like, we were worried about you. You were always angry. You were always having anxiety. And now it's like a whole different person. I'm like, yeah, I just feel like, you know, a weight has been lifted. Yes. That's exactly the, the, the phrase that my friend used was that she feels like a weight has been lifted off of her. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, she even expressed that like, you know, all the, she's like, you know, watching all my friends, like, fall head over heels over these guys, you know, I just thought, like, why are you being so dumb, you know, but now I get it, like, I totally get it, like, I am head over heels with, you know, for somebody right now, and she really is, and, and to, to see that, that joy, you could just tell, like, oh, something wasn't clicking before, and now it is, and mm -hmm. how can you tell somebody who's, who's now living their truth, and is experiencing, like, pure joy, how do you say, like, no, you're not supposed to do that. You know, yeah. it just shows that everybody needs to make those decisions for themselves and ex experience their true joy and seek that true joy. You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. The, the funny thing is, though, is that she's dating somebody with my name. <laughs> oh, and I was okay. Like, I was like, you know, she's telling me all about her. And then I was like, what's her name? And she's like, oh, it's, um, it's Amanda. And I was like, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. That's for a different episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for this, for this pride too, you know, I'm not quite sure how to show our support, but with, besides the pandemic, you know, we have a lot going on in terms of social upheaval. Um, and with the Black Lives Matter um, movement, which I think will make a lot of positive change, you know, how do we as the LGBTQ community show our support for that movement um, mm. and know that, yeah, you know, I know I've come from a place of, of white privilege, but, you know, I'm also gay, I'm also half Latino, and I've experienced prejudice for both of those reasons in my life. So I get it to a certain extent. Um, so somehow we'll try to incorporate that support into the um, virtual Zoom event. I know. I think um, when Los Angeles, uh, was it Hollywood, was it West Hollywood? They said they, they basically announced that they were going to be, um, instead of celebrating, not instead of celebrating Pride, but they were going to be supporting Black Lives Matter in that Pride event, which I know like fell through and then came through again. I don't know what happened there, but I do know, you know, 
I think one of the reasons Pride didn't get all of the celebratory like posts and events, you know, not only the pandemic, but also because of that Black Lives Matter. Um, I don't want to call it a moment because I think it does need to last and it needs mm -hmm. to persist so that we do see change. But with all of the Black Lives Matter protests going on, I think it that's one of the reasons Pride had gotten delayed. And I love the idea of tying Pride in with that because Pride is everybody. It's everybody under the sun who identifies, um, you know, as queer. And, right. um, and it doesn't matter what color you are or what culture you're from. If you are queer or any of the LGBTQ, you know, um, then you are part of the community. And um, mm. I think it's awesome to, to step up in that way for, for Black Lives Matter too. Thank you. So, so keep, stay tuned on that as we, as we start to go deeper into the planning phase. Mm -hmm. I like that. Um, what are some ways that you're keeping pride alive right now for yourself personally? <laughs> um that's a really good question um i'm not sure i'm doing a great job about it to be honest um trying that's, to i didn't mean to put you on the spot at all but i told i you know it's just something that i had thought of for me i was like you know what i'm gonna watch every single episode of queer eye that there is so that's basically <laughs> how i was you know putting pride on my mind <laughs> oh. You know, so that's so that's a good point. So I really wanted to watch the LA Pride event through the whole thing, and I wanted to watch the iHeartRadio one. So watching those, I got very emotional towards the middle part um, for lots of things, just because of being proud and also that we're making the effort to do this when we can't be together physically. So yeah, yeah little things like that, and um, and then also um, on a personal note, just growing my business. To me, that that is being proud of who I am, and yeah. I'm getting my first office. Super awesome. excited about. Um, and so, you know, uh, as somebody who had been told that they wouldn't be able to rise to a certain level in their career um, because they were gay, um, it makes me proud to to show that you know what, um, f you, that's not true. It's happening right now. Mm -hmm. I absolutely agree. I think. Um personal development and career development and going after your own success um, while being queer and being proud of who you are, that is an, that's a success that kind of speaks highly for, for everybody and gives other people hope, you know? So mm -hmm. absolutely, I think you're definitely celebrating pride by investing in yourself. Yes, thank you. And also I have several friends in the community that, um, you know, their businesses aren't doing well. So also trying to support them, you know, yes. whether that's, whether that's financial or just, you know, someone to talk to, you know, that's also important to me as we, as we get through this month. Yes. Um, I think, yeah, celebrating, uh, celebrating businesses, uh, especially small businesses that are within the community, um, within the, Pride community, I think it definitely needs to be something that we actively try to do. You know, we need to support other queer business owners. Mm -hmm. um, any that you want to shout out here or? Um, well, of course, you know, the wonderful Mona and Leslie from the Almond and Waffle Shop. Um, I want to get them on the show. I need to get them on the show. Oh, they would love to. They would love to. Um, 
and also a young man who decided during the pandemic, um, a friend of mine told me um, is trying to start his own lash line, um, you know, online based selling like exactly eyelashes. Okay. Um, I was like pointing at my eyelashes for those of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and there's somebody in the community that works in the entertainment industry. There's another one who's an architect. So it's very varied. It's very mm -hmm. varied. Miss um, Jules herself, who's a performer, you know, the bars have been closed and wow. that's, you know, a stream of income that wasn't available. And then the bars opened the last week and now the governor is saying to close them again. So it's, you know, I don't know. It's going to, I think it's going to be a um, roller coaster ride for some time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Miss um, Jules, is she the share impersonator? She is not. Okay, so I was, that's who I thought of immediately, but then I thought maybe it wasn't her. <laughs> no, Miss Jules, um, she has this humongous, fabulous Joan Jetson-esque wig, which is, you know, red. Uh -huh. um, and she always wears a sequined, shimmery dress, um, and she's hysterical. So, uh, <laughs> Cool. She will be the MC. That the the um and I forget her name right now. Um, she was on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race a few seasons ago. The share impersonator. Very um, cool. Um, you know, um, we're going to see if we have budget for that as well. But um, I'm not sure this year that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think any. I think the event that um is already in the works is going to be amazing. I know that the community is is absolutely going to love it. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm super excited. Um, are people going to be able, it's basically going to be something that they watch on their own, right? Like, yeah. Okay. Got it. People aren't going to be like joining a zoom meeting. So again, we're still on the fence with that. Um, for two reasons. We initially thought we'll do it on zoom just because that's what we've been doing now for four months. And that's my life every single day. <laughs> um, and then we thought, you know what? Last year's event was so great and it exposed San Pedro. And I'm not just talking about the LGBT, LGBTQ community. It exposed San Pedro to LA County as a whole. Like people, I was talking to events, I was talking to people at last year's event and people came from Northridge and Riverside and downtown and West LA, people who had never been to San Pedro. Wow. But they thought, wow, like this is, there's a battleship here. There's a beautiful beach. There's gay people. I want to go. And they had a great time. So that was wonderful. If we do it on Zoom, um, we, may, we may be limiting ourselves again to the local community that is LA and Orange Counties. However, if we do it on YouTube, we could expose San Pedro to the world. You know, yeah. um, somebody puts in hashtag gay on YouTube and wants to watch a video that has something about LGBT and like dancing. Mm -hmm. They could be in Berlin. They can be in Tokyo. Um, so that's why I'm leaning towards YouTube because I think it will be a lot more accessible. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. I think that'll, that works for me. I mean, I'll join wherever <laughs> you guys go, but it'll, it'll be exciting. Um, I would be happy to put a Hello SP podcast logo at, at some point during the event yay oh i should create one special for it um, okay that would be cool um yeah that would be awesome i can't wait i, I know my i'm definitely going to gather like not gather my friends but be like hey you're gonna watch you're gonna watch you're gonna watch you're gonna watch and we're all gonna drink together <laughs> maybe <laughs> we could be like all on zoom 
watching the same thing at the same time. Yeah, that's a fabulous idea. I love it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we do we do Zoom, you know, Zoom happy hours any anyways, you know. I drink yeah. my mom's juice, um, which is basically just wine in fruit punch. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing that we had this technology for years now. And yeah. I've talked to my sisters live in Phoenix. I haven't talked to them this month in ages. Isn't that now funny? we have a weekly Zoom call. My cousins in Spain, who I've only seen once a year, now I see them once a week. Um, <laughs> so that's, you know, that's amazing. I'm just trying to focus on the positive, and, and that's one of the positive things of, of this pandemic. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be the closest thing we're going to see to a party <laughs> anytime, you know, anytime soon. So I'm definitely yeah. excited about it. Um, okay, so where do people, where can people follow for more information? Where should they stay tuned? Well, um, right now it is an Eventbrite page, so um, I will send you the uh, details so maybe you can put it underneath the, pod, the episode information. Perfect. Um, you, um, it's free. Um, okay. If you want to donate something to help the organization uh, move forward, you're more than welcome to. It could be a dollar, it could be a million dollars, whatever you'd like to give. <laughs> or nothing. Um, so register for Eventbrite, you plug in your email, and then the day or two prior to the actual event, we'll email out the link, whether it's YouTube or not, to the whole um, list of guests. Okay, awesome. Yeah, definitely send me the info. I'll link it up in the show notes. And yeah, and if you if you do want to like make more announcements as you know time goes on, like let me know. You can just send it over to me and I'll shout it out in the future episodes. Um, just to keep people, you know, in the loop. Um, but I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be great. And I, I want to thank you guys for the work you're doing. Um, Bridge Cities Alliance is our local, um, our local organization that is, I want to say advocating, right, for the LGBTQ community. Definitely, yeah, advocating, educating, um, providing resources for young people that may be struggling with their sexuality. Um, and definitely working towards suicide prevention. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for that work that you're doing. And thank you for, um, you know, deciding to put on a virtual event in the midst of all of this craziness. Um, I think it's going to be definitely worthwhile. So I'm excited. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate your support always. Um, <laughs> and um, yes, it's going to be a fantastic night. Woo! I kind of want to like end it on a party song right there. We'll see. <laughs> Do it. But yeah, I'm going to go ahead and let you go. I know you have a busy day. Got a lot more Zoom calls. Um, Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> well, thank it. you. Thank you for your time. I'll, uh, no problem. I think this episode is going to come out next week, so I'll, let, I'll keep you posted. Okay. Sounds good. I'll probably see you soon anyways. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Mask, gloves, soap, scrubs, tick, tock, grub, hub, twinks, jocks, bears, cubs, zoom is the new club, six feet, no hugs. All right, everyone, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. I wanted to go out on a party note so you can get in the mood for virtual pride coming up soon. Don't forget, um, the link for the event is in the show notes. Definitely get your tickets now. Absolutely free. Um, but if you want to go ahead and leave a donation for Bridge Cities Alliance and so that they can continue the good work that they do. That's awesome. Anyway, go ahead and have a wonderful weekend. Until they set us free, I'ma let you see. What you gonna let them see? My mask gloves, soap scrubs, mask gloves.
soaps. 